What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by the radio people. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, in studio host and producer of Justin Wolf's Football on I6.9, the legend. I appreciate everybody checking out the podcast this week. We had a limited schedule this past Friday night in high school football with a lot of teams taking the final week off, especially if they make the playoffs and you get a week off for the playoffs. Uh, so we had just a very, very few games. Uh, in the Wiregrass, but we are very excited here at the Wiregrass High School Football Port to preview some playoff games, and we're going to do so. We're going to talk about this past week, the season as a whole, and look ahead to the playoffs with Michael Rinker from WDHN in just a few moments. Of course, you can check him out every morning and afternoon on WDHN on the news side, and also he is part of the Extra Point that's on Friday nights after all the high school football games along with sports director Sylvie Spark. So I think you're going to enjoy our conversation and – We'll be playing the final post-game show uh, from the Dothan Wolves broadcast on 96.9 The Legend as the Dothan Wolves did win 17-13 to over McGill Tulin uh, this past Friday night to close out the year. And I think that's just – I'm very happy for the Dothan Wolves there. Be able to send those seniors out with a victory. Four or six season, didn't make the playoffs, but you were able to send the seniors out with a victory over a pretty good opponent there in McGill Tulin. McGill Tulin is a 6-4 and team. They're going to the playoffs in 6A. And the Dothan Wolves defense played really, really, really well in that game, too, as well. I mean, uh, they only allowed 129 yards of total offense by the Yellow Jackets. And like I said, McGill Tulin, they're a pretty solid, pretty solid team. And Jose Henry had a big 85-yard fumble return for a touchdown there that was caused by Hosea Hills. Another senior there, two seniors there making big plays. And the sophomore running back, Tamarian Peterson, had a 45-yard run that a few plays later set up a three-yard touchdown run to go 14-3 in the second quarter. He had 101 yards in the game. And then Wontavious Conley had 87 yards on the ground as well. So some building blocks there for Dustin Wolves going into next season. And uh, they held on there in the in the fourth quarter in the second half and really defensively played really well uh, for for the Wolves there and uh, to get that get that victory. But uh, that's that's my quick recap of the Dothan Wolves win over Miguel Tullin on Friday night. Let's go to the Dothan Wolves postgame show from Friday night with Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert. It's Dothan High School Wolves football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. Time now for the Dothan Wolves postgame show. Back to the stadium for the postgame wrap-up with Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert on 96.9 The Legend. Welcome back to Ripview Stadium. Wow, uh, not wow, but Waterworld field now that we've changed and uh tonight senior recognition night and ken the seniors of the football team cheerleaders and rotc go out as a winner for the last game of the year really did uh played well as we were talking there in the break uh felt like they really played a complete game and and to me it felt like just really great preparation during the week you, you could see the focus you could see some of the way especially on the defense some of the the plays that uh, McGill trying to throw the ball out into the flats, and the, we just really came up and made the tackle. You could tell just really good preparation for the week. And these guys played lots out. Physical football game yeah. in a lot of ways. Got a little chippy at some times. But, you know, Jerry, we really did it on the ground tonight. Uh, I'm looking, talked about Wontavious Conley. He had 24 carries. I show him for 91 yards. Mm. That last run, that 27-yard run, is the one that really made the difference for him. 
Uh, Tamarian Peterson also went over 100 yards, but he did it on nine carries. He had 101 yards on nine carries, two big runs for him, 143 and 149. We really didn't throw the ball that much. When we did, uh, it was usually to Braxton Hornsby with three catches there, but uh, all those for short yardage. But you know what? Uh, these guys really played tough tonight. Had a great crowd tonight. Perfect football weather. It just really uh, has been a tough season. You know, we yeah. really had these last couple of seasons, obviously, with COVID and other things, and, and injuries have really been uh, an issue. We've got guys playing in a lot of different places. You never know who's going to be uh, stepping up or, or, or going to be out that week. And I tell you what, they've really pulled it together here. And, um, you know, hats off to this coaching staff and uh, especially to these seniors as hard as they worked and played tonight to get the win. Well, and hats off to Javier Jackson. I mean, he comes in this year as your starter and got injured, had some, some situations there where we had to kind of deep uh, dig deep in the roster to to bring some folks till we get him healthy, but uh, good good game tonight for him. Good season, uh, even though it didn't turn out like we wanted to with the playoffs. But that'll wrap up our post game show. One more thing, Ken. I was going to say, remember the uh, the sale, the turkey and ham sale that uh, any Dothan athlete can uh, yeah. can sell you a ticket to. They are fantastic. So get in touch with one of them or one of these coaches, or you can just call the athletic office, talk to Miss Griggs, and that'll be coming up here in the next few weeks, getting ready for Thanksgiving, a great way to support Dothan Athletics. And we appreciate you guys listening in each and every night. It's been 11 straight weeks of Dothan football, and we really appreciate uh, your support and listening in and the support of our sponsors. And uh, and uh, Philip mentioned uh, early in the broadcast uh, how he's enjoyed this this year and philip we thank you for doing a great job back at studio control and it has been a great year of football well that'll wrap us up here at rip Hughes stadium where tonight dothan wins 17 to 13 against the yellow jackets of mcgill tulin stay tuned next for the scoreboard report with philip jordan back at studio control good night everybody once again, everybody, thanks for checking out the Dothan Wolves all season long on I-6.9 The Legend every Friday night. It's really, really fun bringing you to games every every week with those guys, Jerry and Ken. Of course, as I said, Friday night in the postgame scoreboard, we're going to keep going with the Wiregrass High School Football Port until there's not a Wiregrass team to play in. So just because the Wolves season over, we're still here on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, bringing you the latest every single week with high school football in the Wiregrass. So now I'm going to move forward and going to play my conversation I have with Michael Rinker. Now, we recorded this on Sunday. You're getting this podcast on Tuesday. But a fun 20-minute conversation with Michael has transitioned into doing the news side on morning and afternoon. Uh, his overall thoughts on the season, and we jump into a couple teams. He covered Providence, their final game, kind of like Dothan, not a team going to playoffs. They won their last three games of the season. Uh, had a big game from a uh, eighth grader there, uh, Providence did. And – they close the season out with a victory, send their seniors out with a win, and that's something I like to see a lot of uh, this past week. Team's not going to play offs, but came out, played hard, and uh, sent their seniors out with a victory. But anyways, here is my conversation from Michael Rinker from WDHN. What's up, everybody? And uh, joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report has not been on this season, but glad to have him on uh, making his debut as we go into the playoffs. Uh, that is yeah. Michael Rinker. You can check him out over on WDHN mornings and midday, and of course on the extra point on Friday nights. And uh, Michael, uh, it's good to talk to you. Yeah, it's nice to be back. It's been a long while since we chatted. Uh, it's best time of the year. The playoffs are here, so thank you for letting me on the podcast, and I'm excited to see what we're going to talk about. 
Yes, it is playoff time and it is playoff weather now. So it is, oh, it is yeah. football weather. It's hitting at the right time of year. And mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, first step to that, I mean, of course, you know, last had you on, you were you was doing you were a sports director. Now you do mornings and uh, middays. Uh, uh, how's that? Tra- how's that transition going for you from going up to the sports side more than the news side? Yeah, it's definitely a, def- a huge change of pace. You know, sports. I think we're both talking about sports because we love sports and enjoy it. News is definitely a little different, but it's fun. Um, waking up at about 1.45, 2 o'clock in the morning, never, <laughs> never gets uh, accustomed to. So it's fun. Keeps me on my toes. A little bit of a different pace, but I like it. So uh, as a, a fan of Washington sports teams, you do not like it when they play super, super late or you have to kind of mm-hmm. catch it the next day or whatever? Yeah. that When we played on Thursday night against the Giants way back, I was tempted because we won on the last second field goal to just stay up the whole night and then power through Friday. But got a little bit of sleep. But, yeah, I don't like it. Now with basketball and hockey here, it's hard to watch the entirety of games. So it's a little weird. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's got to be a power nap somewhere in there on Fridays to get ready oh, for yeah. high school games. Oh, yeah, because I do the morning show. Then I, I leave work early, don't do the 11 o'clock. And I try to nap most days, but <laughs> usually I don't nap. I'm not a big napper, so uh, kind of just got to tank through. Tired a lot, but I'm young. I'll get over it. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the motto right now. There you go. You can sleep later. You can sleep mm-hmm. later. Exactly. Catch up on that later. Uh, this high school football season has been a lot of fun this year, more of a mm-hmm. normal season than obviously we had last year. Just, you know, now I'm going, this is kind of open canvas for you. Just go wherever you want to with it. Uh, what, what's been something that's really stuck out to you this for this season? How one year could be you'll have your big dogs in, and the next year there'll be a completely different wave of teams who are powerful all year long. Like Elba and Ayrton played just to make it the playoffs last year, and now here mm-hmm. they are last week of the season playing for the region title. So uh, things change very quickly in high school football. Yeah, you know, and that, that was one of the ones I was going to talk to you about. 2A Region 2, and I think we talked about this a couple times last year. Yeah. It is – think about it. Elba didn't was 6-4 and four last year and didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This year, they're region champs, champions. Yeah. You've got Ayrton. You've got GW Long. All three of those teams with only one loss. And then there's Geneva County, and we both know how good they oh, are. Yeah. I mean, and then – it's Emmanuel. It's not just Emmanuel Henderson. That's a talented team that uh, Coach Stripling has. Then I look Cottonwood. They went five and five this year. Mm-hmm. They were a solid team, but they're in the fifth place. They don't make it. You put that team in any other region, they probably make the playoffs. Houston yeah. County was good, so that that region <laughs> region. You know, I, I mean, we're from. The, I'm in the South. We're both here, but it's like the SEC mm-hmm. almost. It's just yeah, it's it a is. Tough region. It is. A, it's a brutal region. You got to think. <laughs> is it almost worth? Hey, let's get a bigger school. Let's go up to three A or lose kids. Go down to one and get out of this region. Get out of this region. Yeah, and that's you know stuck out to me. And then you know, of course, Abbeville—they were state runner-ups last year, yeah. and they're in that region. And then you know, they're not a playoff team this year. And then it, it's just it's just so many good teams in that region. It's just it's mm-hmm. like how, how does how does those teams only come away with one loss? Is how I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fitting that it's one is lost to the other one, and then the third is to the other one. So that's the only way that region would end up. A three. My mind breaker. got blown when it came to how they they fixed the tie. Oh yeah, I had no three. idea how they were going to do that, but. That's their job, not ours. That's it. That's it. Apparently, <laughs> it was uh, it was common opponents total wins or something. And mm-hmm. Elba just had way, way more. Everybody else. So I think going into Friday, I, I read somewhere it says going in, they weren't officially the region champions, but everybody pretty yeah. much knew they were. Yeah. Um. Now you were at uh Providence on Friday mm-hmm. night. And, yes. uh, you know, we're talking about this a little bit before we hit record, but, uh, you know, they're not going to playoffs four and 16, but, you know, congratulate on them. Young team, they've won three games in a row and they get that big win over Florala on Friday night. 
Oh, yeah. I think that's Kenny Key could definitely use the last quarter of the season as a huge building block moving into next season. You know, you got three wins coming out of the season. When you go back and you just start in the weight room and the offseason, you can start to – you feel the momentum's high, you know, especially for an eighth grader as they have in quarterback at Craig Pitt in the third. It's, uh, you know, a lot of building blocks. Definitely, I know Providence last few years has been a very successful program, but sometimes you got to take a dip to come back higher. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're generally you know, known to be one of the pro- powers yeah. in this area. But yeah, 53 yards for a Pittman. I did not know until I watched the highlights of, of from WDHN to Extra Point that that was an eighth grader running at the end. Yeah. So that's pretty I didn't cool. Know that. I mean, it was – you could – like – you know, I, that was the first game I've covered all year, so I didn't know every single player on the team. And when he had scored, I mean, the sideline went more crazy. You would have thought they just won the state title. They were going insane because I guess an eighth grader had scored. Yeah, that was also awesome you, you called mm-hmm. it on film too. How everybody just was jumping oh, yeah. to him, and he he was super excited. You could tell he, mm-hmm. you know, just all that energy just came out. He had even more energy. Yeah. I think he probably the way he was acting there, he probably could have ran another fifty three yards if he, <laughs> yeah. if he had needed to. He definitely could have. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and it, it was it was a slim Friday night, you know, and then mm-hmm. of course we had a couple Thursday games, and it's it just I, I think for me this is something I look at the, this last week. I think it's cool because we did have some teams win Friday night that we know are not going to playoffs. Yeah, I think that is such a cool thing because not not make playoffs, but that these teams got wins because you know a lot of people don't realize for a lot of those seniors that that was the last game they're going to play. Last game, mm-hmm. they're not going to go play college. Now you know, unfortunately, not everybody gets to play college football. And for those kids, those seniors to go out with wins, go like Dothan. I mean, of course, I'm on the Dothan broadcast team. Yeah, the Dothan Wolves get to, you know had some seniors. They got to go and win. I think that's one of the uh, that that is a cool thing coming out of this Friday teams that weren't going to the playoffs but got those wins because you mm-hmm. know send the seniors out on a high note. Oh yeah, um, I think even teams like did Zion Chapel won on Friday. They were winless going into the night, and then they got their first win. Just like you said, you always want to go out with the win, but especially when it's your, potentially your last game ever playing football. It's definitely nice to, to get that win. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then we hit the playoffs. And, and this is always I mean, I'll tell you, playoff time is just different. And I and since the Dothan Wolf season over, I'm actually getting to go to physically be at a game yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Friday. So i I've got the schedule from me. I'm just kind of looking through so where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Oh, uh, I you know, just kind of re- runs off stuff. You know, you did have Abbeville win. You know, mm-hmm. team obviously with Coach Stewart. Congratulations, him close out the year with a win. Yeah, uh, a high scoring game between Tallahassee and Carroll. I was keeping an eye on that one, and uh, Abbeville Christian they lost, making easy. Of course, you had Northside Memphis defeating Ashford. Yeah. That was another one. Uh, yeah. We'll see what Coach Keith, you know, uh, Toby Green can you know do for that for them yeah. next year. Then uh, I was kind of shocked, to be honest with you. Uh, the uh, uh, Slocum with an impressive victory over Geneva County, oh, yeah. fifty-eight to twenty. Uh, I was. Uh, I had a uh, coach Tisdale on last week, and he was talking about you know how this tough this could have been. So super impressive for them coming out that kind of victory. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I think looking back when they lost to HA right about the midpoint of the season, you kind of like, oh no, what's going on at Slocum? But they're playing some of the best football I think out of any team in the Wiregrass right now. So they look good. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep it up in the playoffs. Yeah, they are super impressive because with that win over Op, I because mean, Op was pretty much uh, blowing out a lot away. of people. And then Slocum come in and beat them forty to seven. I mean, and Slocum's defense. I mean that that's been one thing. And I, I remember I asked Coach Tizzle about that. I think going into the Geneva County game in the last four games, they'd only given up twenty one points. Yeah. And I mean, they had athletes everywhere. It's like it's good to see Jalen Nobles and Rashawn Miller Jr. Kind of Nobles has really picked it up this last back half of the season. He has been impressive on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I remember Tisdale told me uh, he had to play. He was playing some quarterback. 
mm-hmm. uh, in that in that last game when they beat uh Wisburg fourteen to seven. And that's 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 a cool thing I like uh with Slocum. They're so good at they can win the low scoring game. Oh, but yeah. also they can win like high score. And they've got the offensive yeah. weapons with him, uh, particularly him and other players on that team that make big plays. And uh, you know, I, I congratulations to them because you know Slocum. Uh, Tisdale told me I, I'm forgetting actually how long it's been, but how long it has been since Slocum had won back to back region titles. And he yeah. talked about that coming into the season too. Uh, he didn't want to be a winning team, winning program. And what he's doing at Slocum is very impressive. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, he's definitely one of our favorite teams to cover just because it's a sure Tisdale. We love that guy. Uh, but yeah, just hopefully they keep this run going because I'm sure Tisdale's over there. Region titles are cool, but it's not yeah. fun to get bounced the first round. So hopefully they keep playing the way they are. We may see them play off again. That would be a heck of a game in the playoffs. Now, I'm going to ask you, did y'all have a situation this year like last year where one of y'all picked against Slocum and then Tisdale got him after? <laughs> I remember no, last Loki, year he got Robert. Yeah, I remember last Robert, year he got Robert. Robert did not hear the end of it, as he should have, as he should have. <laughs> uh, luckily, we, we kind of went away from picking games, so we didn't have to worry about that. That's um, why I don't so do it. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like last year. I was like, yeah, we can pick games. Gerspan said, let's do it. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Got so, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got here in front of me, I think about 16, 17 teams, which of course you follow, uh, gets into mm-hmm. the playoffs. Interesting awesome. situation. And for people out here who don't know, but the basic story is Sid Lanier had to, had to forfeit six mm-hmm. games uh, due to playing an ineligible player. So originally they would have been the uh, the three. Ufala had tied with Carver for four, but Carver beat him head-to-head. So now Carver slides up to the three. Ufala gets in as the four. So I guess, you know, th- those kids there went into the week, well, we're not going to the playoffs. And then, boom, yeah. Friday night, breaking news hits. Uh, fortunately for Stillen and near the rest of that team. But now Ufala gets into the playoffs, and they get the they get a good one. They're going on the road to Hueytown, who's 9-1 mm-hmm. on the season. So yeah. uh, they got a big matchup there. But that's kind of just a, a unique, unique situation that happened on Friday night. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those movies where – you think you're done, and then you get that second chance, and then in the movies they'll go with a state title. So if you follow pulls that off, maybe they will make a movie about them. But uh, I'm sure those kids, in a matter of days, they probably had super excited right now just to play another game of football. Yeah, because they they weren't even playing this past week. They were their season yeah. was done. They they were into the year, and then I'm sure you get a new kind of new lease on the season, like new excitement, new energy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're starting over again. So I, I'll be intrigued how they uh, how they do in the first round playoffs. Uh, I got – I'm just going to say a couple of games here. Just anything comes to mind. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, Enterprise at Fairhope in 7A. We got Ufali Hueytown. Uh, Carroll is at Central Clay County. Uh, some 4A schools here. Uh, well, Geneva at Henley. Uh, any of that – any of those teams stick out to mind? I would love to see – talking about our big dog in Enterprise. I would love to see them pull off back-to-back upsets of a one seed. I think they can. I mean, they play – 7A is pre-level across the board. Yeah. After Thompson lost to Hoover, it's anyone's game, right? Um, that so. that region is tough, too. 7A Insane. region, too, because you pretty much got four teams that stayed in the rankings. I mean, you got Central mm-hmm. sitting there at undefeated. Then there's Auburn, who hung with IMG Academy out of, yeah. you know, down in Orlando this past Friday. Prattville's solid. And then Enterprise. Yep. And Enterprise just has an offense that's hard to prepare for. It is. That, because of you know they the single wing offense, I think Man. them and Elba are like the best two in our area that runs oh, that, yeah. runs that style of offense. And uh, Coach Darlington's got a good. And this is three years in a row for Coach uh, Darlington in the playoffs too. He's turned things around there mm-hmm. at Enterprise. I, I just feel for any defense that's a game plan for uh, Michael uh, Michael Johnson and them guys at, yeah. uh, at running back. Because and the thing with him, 
it feels like, at least for me, this is my third year doing this podcast and high school football mm-hmm. covering it like this. He's been there the whole time. It feels like he should be like already going to college, but he's a senior <laughs> next year. So everybody's got to do it again next year. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a great kid. I'll tell you about Enterprise's offense. It's hard to defend and it's hard to film. And it's hard to, to you just sometimes you're guessing you're like I hope he's got the ball oh no he didn't it was Quentin Hayes out the other flat so yeah and that's the thing too that. and then they can beat you with a pass mm-hmm. they have a good enough they have a good pass oh, yeah. too they can hit you deep so and uh let's get you know, I give a shout out to them uh Josh McCray he plays for Illinois and he was oh, part man. of that upset over Penn State uh last week yeah I mean he's had what I think this is this is third game of 100 plus yards man so he's been having a heck of a season out there in Illinois and that's a big that's a big uh, promotion tool there with an uh, enterprise, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're putting kids in college mm-hmm. and they're doing big things. Uh, so, uh, okay, so now three A region two teams. We got a ton of them. <laughs> Wicksburg is playing at Trinity. Daveville at Slocum. Of course, we just got done talking about Coach Tisdale and the Slocum Red Tops. Houston Academy bounced back year had a really good year this year. They're playing at Montgomery Catholic, who's ten and zero in a year. So that's going to be a big yeah. thing to them. Real Town at Op. I want to see how Op. You know, you know. They played really well most of the year. Of course, they had a hiccup against Slocum. That's going to be mm-hmm. with Coach Mike DeBose, former Alabama head coach, right oh, yeah. out there. Uh, got to get him on the pod. See what that we can would do. be sweet. We, we be can sweet. do. We can do with that. But uh, anything sticks out to you with uh, those teams? Yeah, I mean, I think Op is still a really, really good team. Um, so that also speaks to Elba because Elba beat Op too. But I'm looking to see if. Maybe Houston Academy. I know they got a young team. Obviously, Caden Mitchell is just a freshman, but to go out and just compete with a good team like uh, Catholic Montgomery, that would show a lot to where they're going to go moving forward after this year. So I think uh, we'll see. And then Trinity is always a good team as well for Wicksburg. So a lot of good uh, measuring sticks to see where your program's moving towards. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we kind of close the deal. Uh, 2A Region 2, GW Long will be at BB Comer. I remember Abbeville beat them mm-hmm. last year on their run to the state championship game. Uh, it's, there's argument. I ask people how's the correct way to say this, this town, but I'm going to go is Lafayette or Laf- You know, some people might say Lafayette, Lafayette at Ayrton yeah. and Ayrton one loss this year. Uh, Renburn at Elbow, which we talked about Elbow a little bit. And then Geneva County, who we also talked about five and five on the year there. Don't let that record fool you. That five and five is really, really good uh, at Lynette at eight and two. So uh, uh, of those games, anything stick out to you? Yeah. Um, I would love to say all four teams are getting a win. I think, I mean, obviously, you never know. You never know in 2A because if one, if uh, three weeks had gone differently, maybe Geneva County is sitting up at number one. So you really never know with those four teams. I would love to say G- GW Long will catch a win. Um, they're tough. If Kobe Stringer is 100%, that's still a very tough team to beat. Yeah. And then Ayrton, Elba, they both could do it so many different ways. I don't know how you plan to defend them at 2A. I just hope the Lynette players are paying attention to the film as they're getting ready for Juvenile County and don't look at that record because this oh, yeah. is not because th- this is not a regular five and five team. This is just mm-hmm. you know, especially when you got a five star running back that got recruited yeah. and signed at Alabama. You know, this this is not your typical uh, five and five two way yeah. kind of deal. Fourth place team. This is they really feel like they're like a second place team. It's just you're mm-hmm. in a loaded region as we talked about. Oh the yeah, top. and you got to think. I mean, Geneva County had some. Issues with COVID, that's what they were saying. The Ayrton game, they had a lot of people out. So they've had a, injuries in COVID and just other things that where they've not been 100% healthy or completely ready to go. So hopefully they are now. Uh, and we'll see if they can pull off that upset. That would be great. 
Yeah, you know, and I, I remember talking to Coach Strickland before the season. I was, you know, getting ready for the, the season start. And he told me this was probably one of his more talented teams he's ever had. Mm-hmm. So that, that speaks a lot. Of course, you know, like you said, they had those, some of those issues they've had throughout the year. Uh, players out, injuries, the COVID stuff and everything. So if if they're at, you know, 100% or close to it, they're, they're going to be dangerous. Uh, you know, I, you know, I know I keep going in circles with this, but at 5-5, five and five, they are a very dangerous team mm-hmm. at that four spot. Yeah, I'm sure you would love to be playing your first playoff game at home. But sometimes at 5-5, five and five, you can kind of get overlooked and shocked from people. Um, but like you said, I think if you have a five-star running back committed to Alabama, there's no way you don't not prepare for someone like that. But we'll see. Hopefully they don't. And, uh, and then that creates play-action passes uh, off yeah. of him. So, I mean, yeah. it opens up the passing game. You talk about playing at home, and I'm going to close, I'm gonna close the, the playoff look at this. Kinston, they're playing Central Haynesville. I mm-hmm. think that is one of the coolest things going into this weekend is, you know, and after last week too, they're yeah. playing, they're hosting their first ever playoff game. Yeah. Um, this is we the made first it a- time they've ever won seven games in season two. So, yeah. I mean, it's really a lot of cool things going around Kinston right now. Yeah. So we made that our game of the week because that is just a really cool thing for the town and obviously the high school and the kids on that team. I think what's even cooler is Sylvia was telling me this. They beat obviously Samson and Jason Wobbles, and he was the one who's set the six-win mark record in their school history. So then they beat them to make it seven. So definitely a cool, cool scenario there. I can't – hopefully the Bulldogs and Rudy Free get that win. That would be sweet. And speaking of Samson, they'll be, at home. they'll be at Linden yeah, uh, this week. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be uh, uh, in the playoffs too as well. So we kind of gave everybody a good uh, a good uh, rundown mm-hmm. of the playoffs oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. this week. It's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to – I'm going to try to make it out to one of these games. I have not decided where I'm going yet Friday night. but uh, I will I'll, be at Elba, so I get a good game. I'm excited for that. I um, I might try to make it out to Slocum. Okay. I'm, I, want, I want to see Coach Tisdale's group in person, so I may yeah. go out to that one. Uh, but it's going to be good wherever we go. It's going to be some some fun playoff action. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know this crowd's going to be into it. Uh, oh, yeah. anything, uh, anything else on your mind, high school football related, before we kind of close things up here? Uh, the season flew by in a blink of an eye. It was Indeed. A, I'm very blessed to be able to cover it. I didn't think I, I didn't know if I was going to when I moved off of sports. So it's been a fun year. Uh, a lot of these, these teams have done really well. Coach is always so nice to us when we go out and cover them. So it's been a fun year. Yeah, it has. I know it feels like just yesterday we were doing the preseason classic yeah. game with Bob Jones, yeah. Dothan going up there to play yeah. Bob Jones, and psh, 11 weeks flown by. And uh, it, it, that part is over with, but like I said, it's yep. the best time of the year, playoff playoff time, and uh, it's going to be exciting and uh, exciting and fun. And Michael, it's just fun having having you on the show. Uh, I know it's yeah, the only time, first time I've had you all year, but <laughs> I picked the best time of the year to have you on. Uh, yes, but if, you uh, did. if the listeners and viewers wanted to find you online, mm-hmm. where can they find you? Yeah, so obviously you see there my display name, M Rinker TV is my Twitter and Facebook. Um, that's usually what I use the most when I talk about sports. You can also find me on channel 18 from five to seven in the morning. If you want to wake up early and hear about your day and then at 11 o'clock there too, or our website, you can DM me on it, Twitter. I usually respond. I'm a bored guy half the time when I'm not working. So that's there where you go. can find me. So you can have your breakfast and lunch with Michael. Every yeah, single day. Yes, you can every day. I may not be eating, but I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that sounds good, Michael. Like I said, I do appreciate the time and uh, hope we can do this again sometime down the road. Yes. Thanks for having me on, sir. 
everybody. Once again, thanks to Michael Rinker for coming on this week's edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Appreciate him taking the time out coming on the show. A lot of fun uh, talking with him as always. And uh, that's going to wrap up this week's edition of the show. Uh, of course, you can find me on social media at PJordanSEC. Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts. So please subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a review or we'll read it on a future edition of the show. And also, you can listen to the show on 955.tvy.com, 969thelegend.com, and 1067kmx.com, and also the apps for those stations as well. Go to your app store, whether you have an Android or Apple device, look up the apps. The podcast is very easy to find on any of them. So if you like current, you know, country music, you like the legends over 969 The Legend, or all the hits over 1067kmx, download the app podcast is right there very easy to find and you can listen to replays of dothan wolf football games on there as well it'll be back next week like i said first round of the playoffs of, is this weekend so very exciting times for high school football here in the wiregrass hope everybody has a fantastic week until next time bye-bye